Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Create Culture podcast. If it's your first time, thank you for tuning in. I know that there are going to be valuable insights you are going to gain today. For those who have been around, thank you for tuning in again because you and I are growing. We are thinking differently. And you and I both know that when we change, things change around us. And so tune in. We have a special podcast today. We know it will be valuable, impactful, and get ready to change your thinking. Welcome, family. We all face difficult situations, and some of you may be facing those situations right now. And we're with you, we're praying for you, and you will get through. I want to speak briefly today about the purpose of pain. We know that adversity is an opportunity to forge character. Let me say that again every adversity is an opportunity to forge character. Now, it's up to us whether we allow that to happen or not, but it can, and it's an opportunity for us to grow and to progress. And I like to think of it like a bow and arrow. If you look at a bow and arrow, there's a the string there, and it requires that tension to be pulled back. And the further back it goes, the further forward that arrow can be launched. And sometimes you and I face situations where we feel like we're being pulled back. The tension is high. The situation is bad. But I want to encourage you that it is an opportunity to launch you forward in a way that you could not have been launched without that crisis, that adversity, or that tension that is in your life. I've had many difficult times in my life from being homeless to the recent separation from the military, which was very painful uh, due to unforeseen circumstances and my personal convictions. Uh, But I want to share a story about the end of high school and a situation that came up that completely changed the whole course of my life. I remember the end of high school planning, finishing up, and choosing the route to join the National Guard. I began to get excited once I took the test. I wasn't very good in high school. I skipped a lot. Um, But I did great on the tests that they give you for the military. And that excited me. And after sitting down with the recruiter and looking through options, I really wanted to be a firefighter. It was a job that helped people It challenges you to be physically fit. And on top of that, I was going to go to school, be a psychologist and, you know, going forward and and dreaming big, you know. And I remember getting so excited going through all the paperwork. I mean, there is a lot to go through. They, They dig through everything. And we've completed most of that. And I remember one of the last appointments that we were supposed to have, the recruiter was going to come over, we were going to sign some final paperwork, and then the end of the process would start. And so I remember, just like it was yesterday, I was sitting down in an upstairs apartment in Michigan. My mom's on this uh, red velvet uh, type of couch. And I'm at the glass table as the recruiter comes up and I'm just, I'm smiling from ear to ear. And I noticed that the recruiter was not smiling at all. And this was not typical of him, but I proceeded, you know, my excitement kind of took over and I was, you know, we sat down 
And he, he took that deep breath. And then all of a sudden, he looked at me and he said, Rob, we can't go forward with the paperwork. And I was shocked. You know, all of this, when situation like this happens, it happens rather quickly. And now processing it, it, it seemed like it was forever. And I asked him, well, you know, why not? What, what's the problem? You know, what can I do? And he looks at me and he takes a deep breath. He says, Rob, we looked through all your paperwork. We searched you in the database, your social security number. We dug and looked for you. And we found out that in our system, you don't exist. Now, <laughs> I lift weights, but these were some of the heaviest words that I've ever had come at me because he began to explain that as they looked me up, I did not exist as a citizen of America. And at this point was when my mom began to chime in. And as he left, she began to let me know with very few words how I came to America. My aunt, my uncle, who I call mom and dad, raised me. And they began adoption paperwork, but they never completed it. They didn't finish it. They divorced when I was in fourth grade. And they swept it under the rug, hoping that it would all fix itself. And at that moment, it wasn't just hurt and pain, but there were so many other emotions that I could not process until later in life because I had known of the adoption that should have happened and I thought was already completed. And then finding out that now I have to figure out what to do with my life because now I'm living in a country that I called home. I spoke English, even though Spanish was my first language. And then now, do all, due to all this information, what next? Could I get deported? Am I going back to a country I was born in, but yet is more foreign than the country I was in? And here was where the pain began. Pain of rejection. There was the orphan spirit, meaning that not realizing and knowing fully the reason your parents gave you up for adoption brings a type of spirit over you where you feel like an orphan, even though you may have been raised by different parents. There was a lack of value, and I just didn't understand a lot of questions and needed to process. And it took a lot of time to go through this pain because there was a process. Now, we all know that pain is inevitable. You cannot avoid pain, and some people try as hard as they can. And one of the things that some people will do is that they will guard their emotions. They will guard themselves so much that they, they become barricaded. And this actually hurts them even more. Because as much as you can try to barricade yourself and put up walls and try to deprive others of your love, you're actually hurting yourself as well. And typically there are three types of people when it comes to pain. It's those that are going through a painful situation, those who have gone through one, and those who are not yet going through one. 
And to those who are going through a painful situation, I encourage you to keep taking steps forward. Surround yourself with people that will encourage you and inspire you. And beware to guard your heart and your mind. Because your heart, out of it flows all the issues of life. And as you're going through pain, you want the encouragement. And you want those who are going to be there to listen to you. And if you need help, please, I encourage you with all my heart to call to call somebody, to reach out for help as you're going through a painful situation. And for those of you who have gone through painful situations, your pain has purpose. There are things that you've experienced that have gone through and lessons that you have learned that somebody else needs to hear, that you will provide inspiration and encouragement because you're going to relate to somebody else who is going through it and they need I can't stress this enough. They need to hear your story. They need to see on your face and seeing the victories on the other side of the pain. And for those of you who are not yet going through it, this is the time to prepare. This is the time to equip. This is the time to develop yourself for when you enter into a painful situation. You have the tools necessary not only to navigate and manage the emotions, but to be able to maturely respond as pain happens. It is possible, and it's an area that we all are growing in. Now, back to the story. You're probably wondering what the heck happened. And all of this ties in with the whole purpose in your pain. Now, It took a while because we had to begin a whole bunch of paperwork and because it was my aunt, my uncle who took me in, we had to figure out legal ways to petition for me to get into the country. And at this time, I was going through a process, even myself in my faith, um, transitioning out of, you know, a lot of crazy beliefs that I had. And and it was was just an interesting time and development to then realize that I didn't exist. And so... As I was going through this process, uh, we got lawyers and, and just paid lots of money, and I really just had to lay low. I, I volunteered. I, I began to transition. I, I found my faith. I, I gave my life to Jesus, and uh, <laughs> I am so thankful because right in the transition, I almost got deported. My own craziness and, and reckless decisions brought me to Canada, and several times God intervened in in various ways where I could have been deported, but I didn't. And so you fast forward and eventually I got the green card, residency card, and then I was allowed to work. And all throughout this time I was volunteering. I ended up working for a church volunteer only. People, you know, gave me money to be able to survive. And eventually I joined the military, (laughs) which is full circle, right? And in the military, I finally got my citizenship. On top of that, which is funny that at the beginning, I wanted to go to school and I wanted to uh, serve my country, you know, more so for school. But there, there, was a, there was a reason behind it, you know, to help people. But now you fast forward after joining the Air Force, I eventually got an opportunity for a full ride scholarship to go to the school of my choice, to the state of my choice, all paid for, which was an incredible miracle and blessing. 
And so with all that being said, there is a purpose to your pain. I had to process a lot throughout that time because I, let's see, that the process started 2006 and I didn't get my citizenship until 2015. So you can imagine the gap of time and the things that I had to dive in and process, the pain and the rejection, and it takes time. With the pain, you discover your strength. And you got to know that your perseverance is forged as you're going through pain. It's like a marathon. It's one mile at a time. You don't run a whole marathon all at once. You begin to train. And the pain is there to notify you that something deeper is going on. If it's pain from a loved one who hurt you, well, guess what? It's letting you know that you loved. If it's pain because of rejection, well, guess what? You want to be cared for. If it's pain because of betrayal, again, you love, just like when your body gets hurt. It sends a signal to your brain, and when it does that, you begin to notice. You begin to notice that there's a hurt, an ouch, you know, don't touch, there's bruising. There are all, there are all these mechanisms that our bodies have in order to protect and to help heal us from pain. And that pain is to let us know, don't touch, it's healing. And so the same way this happens, whether it's physical or emotional pain, where it begins to send these signals to us, letting us know, ouch, there's something going on here. And if you ignore it, it's not going to get better on its own. And there are all different kinds of pain that we all face. And as you do, you got to remember that you need to confront your pain. You need to be aware of your pain and beginning to observe whether it's through journaling, a counselor, therapist, somebody to help you process through the pain. And some of you have really good friends that can help you to identify what pain you're feeling. Where is it coming from? When did it happen? How did it make you feel? And when I began going through that process, it began to take a load off of my shoulders and, and really been being real and, and raw with you guys. One of the hardest things for me to say when I was processing the pain of my failed adoption was actually saying out loud that my parents did not adopt me. I remember sitting down with my wife as we were, um, I was writing a, a story for a, a speaking engagement I had, and this was part of my keynote talk. And for some reason, I, I was able to write it, but I could not get myself to say my parents did not adopt me. There, were, there was so much hurt and rejection inside that to confront that fact brought out a lot of emotions once I worked myself to it. And I, I remember crying and just hugging her and beginning the healing process in that area. And some of you need to do that. You need to give yourself permission to cry, permission to get angry. There are various emotions that come with pain. And it's okay. You will get better. I really like this, this verse in the Bible. It's uh, the book of James chapter 1, starting at verse 2. And it really describes uh, part of the process of, of pain and, and some of the hard parts that, um, well, let me, let me read it. It says, to consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And you let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature and complete 
lacking nothing. And, and obviously, this is a faith talking about the testing of our faith and the testing through trials, which develop us just like a test. It notifies us how well we're doing. And so, there's maturity in your pain that can happen. Now, you think of a child, they kick and scream when they get in pain, but then as we get older, we learn to manage and to resolve the pain in a different way, to clean our wounds, to bandage them, and then to hopefully, I know some of you don't do this when you get hurt, but you're supposed to rest. I, this, is, this is such a big key, friends, is to rest. Now, this doesn't mean stop from doing anything. It actually means finding the things that give you life whether it's going on nature walks, finding a hobby that you enjoy. Go paint, go skateboarding, go surfing, go kayaking. Just go outside and you know, serve at a shelter. If you love animals, that is a place of rest. And for some of you, it's finding a quiet room and meditating, just being alone and breathing and listening to music that soothes you. The next point I want to get to is that pain can develop your gratitude. So purpose and pain has various things that can uh, bring about in your life and it can develop gratitude because you and I probably have seen areas of our lives where we've gone through great pain, um, great loss. Um, myself with a, uh, my brother when he died in 2017 and, and it was painful and there's still times that, um, that it's sad but there's a deeper gratitude for the meaning of life and the frailty of it at the same time. And so pain can develop gratitude. And on the other side of pain, there can be a great reward. And this takes a, a shift in our perspective. Uh, again, why I want to speak to all three um, different types of people, those who have gone through it and those who haven't uh, at this time or are not experiencing pain um, is getting that perspective that there can be great reward. And for those going through the pain, your reward um, can be any of these, whether it's maturity, perseverance, a strength, the inner strength that you develop going through pain because purpose can be gained from it. And I believe this wholeheartedly, that there is purpose in your pain. And this is a perspective that takes time for some of us, but you and I both know that we are made for relationships. And as much as we change, we can see change around us. And sometimes it's just our perspective that changes. Nothing else changes around us, but our perspective alone can cause a huge shift. And so as, as we wrap up, I, I wanna pray for you guys. Um, if you just bow your heads, if you're driving, don't bow your heads, don't close your eyes, just uh, keep listening as I pray. Um, but if you're in a safe spot, go ahead and, and close your eyes and uh, just allow me to pray for you. Oh, Father God, I thank you for, um, thank you for my friends and my family who are listening, that they are here on purpose. There's a purpose for them coming across this podcast for many reasons, and I just pray a blessing over them, uh, protection over them, Lord, that uh, that you have a purpose for their pain, that you desire to develop them and grow them, and that uh, some of the things they're experiencing is not because you sent it their way, but you are there 
waiting for them to receive your help, whether through you directly or through other people that you've been sending across their paths. And so I bless them. I I just uh, pray protection over their families and that their story, their pain, that all of it would become inspiration and encouragement for another person, that it wouldn't end with them, but that they would also come to a place of healing, pain of loss, pain of rejection, uh, the pain from betrayal. I just pray healing over them, that they would begin and continue the process of healing, finding a new inner strength, finding the perseverance and the reward that is on the other side of pain. And so I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to pray for them. And we just, we thank you. We thank you, God. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing week. And remember, my friends, if you want to see a change in the world, you need to be the change. You need to think differently. And let's create culture together. Hey, family, thank you for joining today on the Create Culture Podcast. We thank you for joining. We appreciate you. We value you. Thank you for hitting the subscribe button, sharing it with your friends, finding that one person that you know that if they were around, they would have gained great value from today. I hope you have a great day and God bless you. Thank you.